Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome back to Pediapod. This month, the associations between mothers and children's media use and early childhood development. There's a growing body of evidence showing that excessive early media use is detrimental to children's physical and mental health. In early childhood, children reach crucial developmental milestones, and it's thought that media exposure, amongst other aspects of their environment, may hinder this sensitive process. As such, the World Health Organization guidelines suggest that screen time for infants should be limited to a maximum of one hour per day. However, with the growing ubiquity of digital media, it's thought that preschoolers are now exposed to more than two hours of screen time. And with the rapidly changing nature of digital media use, it's not yet clear how this is affecting different aspects of early childhood development. The evidence to date has been increasingly mixed. In this episode, I speak to medical student Clarissa Schwarzer, who's doing her doctoral thesis on early childhood development and media use by children and mothers at the Leipzig Research Centre for Civilization Diseases. She started by telling me how this field has tried to keep up with the technological landscape. When we talk about digital media in children, we first have to know that digital media has changed a lot during the last decade. So for a long time, there has only been the TV. But now, since there are so many developments in terms of new devices such as tablets and smartphones, etc., children are now able to interact with the digital world as well. So it's not only that they use digital media passively, but that they are able to get involved with the digital world. There is research that has been done on digital media use in preschoolers and its impact on language development as well as on cognitive development. And most of the research that has been done shows that there are detrimental effects on cognitive and language development of children. However, there is also growing evidence that there are positive aspects of digital media use also when it comes to cognitive development, language development, as well as social-emotional development in children. 
that's what makes this such a difficult field to stay on top of, really, isn't yeah. it? First of all, it's the speed of the change of the technology, it but it's also, as you say, suddenly you are seeing some positive things as well as negative things. And especially in Germany, I see that the discussion that is going on about digital media use in children, it's very much about pros and cons in a very emotional way that this topic is discussed. We see now that we cannot shut the digital world out. Digital devices are everywhere in families nowadays. The reality is that most children interact with digital devices every day. Now let's move on to your study then. Uh, obviously a lot of that previous work just looks at children's media use, but you were also interested in the parents' media use as well and any associations there. So tell me about this study. There is growing evidence that parents and mothers especially, they function as a role model for children's media use, as well as they play an important role in mediating children's media use. Also, we think that when interacting with digital media, mothers have less you know, opportunities and also resources for interacting with their children. So the mother's or the parent's media use might actually just be sort of displacing those other positive interactions. Yeah, there is research that has been showing that media usage in parents does displace opportunities for parent-child interactions and that parents, when they use digital media very often, when interacting with children, they are less attentive, more passive and more aggressive also in reacting to their children. And now I believe to answer this question, you're pretty well placed physically in Leipzig University to ask questions like this, aren't you? Because you've got access to this Life Child Cohort Study at Leipzig University. For anyone who doesn't know about that, tell us what that is and what makes it a useful cohort. The Life Child Study is based at the Leipzig Research Centre for Civilization Diseases at the Leipzig University. It is a population-based cohort study that follows children from pregnancy to early adulthood and seeks to investigate lifestyle factors and environmental factors on children's health as well as on the development of civilization diseases. So children that take part in our study, they come every year for assessment, like urine samples, blood samples, but we also do testings with motoric testings, also the developmental testing, and we have a whole lot of questionnaires that we give to children and their parents to be answered. So we used that for our data analysis. So you got the parents to self-report these questionnaires about theirs and their children's media use. And then and then you were also measuring various aspects of those children's early childhood development. So the development test we used for our cohort was standardized development test for young children focusing on the domains of body motor development, fine motor development, cognitive development, as well as social emotional skills and language skills. Then we ranked the children in percentile ranks and then we had a very differentiated idea about the developmental skills of those children. And so tell us about your results then. I think the first thing that was pleasing to read was that on average German preschoolers were all within the WHO recommended limits of screen time. That's nice. 
Yes, yes. For me, it was actually surprising to see that because research that has been done in the US, for example, shows that preschoolers use digital media for about two and a half hours every day. And also former studies on preschoolers in Germany rather shows that uh, they use more than 60 hours of media every day. Well, I suppose you're also quite lucky that not everyone did that. Otherwise, it would have been quite a boring study, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So about 24% of our children showed a high media usage. The other finding, which I suppose corroborates previous work, that those higher screen times were associated with poorer outcomes in the cognition, language and social emotional skills. It was what we expected. What was surprising was that we did not find any associations between uh, body motor, developmental skills and high media usage in children. However, when we look at the differences between children that showed a high and a normal media usage and their developmental outcomes, I found it you know, astonishing that children with high media usage scored 10 points or more lower than children with normal media usage on the percentile ranks of cognition, language and social emotional skills. Why don't you think motor skills was associated with screen-based media use? Maybe because children were physically active even though they showed a high media usage or probably because they used like mobile transportable devices more often so it wasn't detrimental on their body motor skills and you also were interested in the mother's screen use as well how did the mother's screen-based media use relate to those childhood outcomes there we did not find any significant associations however our data showed that children from mothers that showed a high media usage were four times more likely to show a high media usage too. So we cannot say that there are direct associations, but indirectly we can see that as a role models or mediators, mothers are very important for media usage in children. And then the other aspect with regards to the mothers that you were looking at was that parent-child interaction, and that almost seemed to have the opposite effect to screen-based media use. That was just a force for good. Yeah, that's true. So our data showed that more frequent parent-child interactions were associated with better body motor skills, better language skills, social-emotional skills and cognitive skills. Then we were interested to look at whether parent-child interactions can moderate the effects of high media usage in children with their developmental outcomes. But we did not find any moderation effect. So we have no evidence for the notion we were discussing earlier about the screen-based media use displacing some of those positive interactions. We can't really say that. And we cannot say that the positive parent-child interactions somehow make up for the negative effects of high media usage in children. Yeah, the parent-child interactions and the media use both seem to be independent of one another. Yes. However, the negative point about this questionnaire we used on parent-child interactions is that it did not assess parent-child interactions during media usage or media usage during parent-child interactions and it did not assess which caregiver was interacting with the child and also it did not assess the durations of parent-child interactions. 
I mean, I've always thought with these sorts of studies, what we really need is some parents to just be okay with cameras in the home. Yes, I think so. That is really a weak point of the study that we had to rely on the questionnaires and we did not have the real screen times of children. Definitely there's some self-representation bias in that. So, But what I've seen is that there are aims to get more accurate data on screen time in children and parents with installing apps on tablets or smartphones to really assess the real screen times. But that's something for future research. And I looked at the timing of your samples and it was right before the pandemic, wasn't it? And I do wonder whether the picture with regards to screen use has has changed. Has it increased, do you think, since the pandemic? I think that's a very important question. There is already some research that shows that the media usage has gone up because of the pandemic and also that children were engaged less with physical activity due to the pandemic. However, I think what is also good to know, parents read to their children more often due to the pandemic. So that was also found in recent research on media usage and the pandemic. So this study is just yet another bit of evidence to throw into the pile of quite a complicated picture in this field. What do you think the take-home messages are from this study and what do you think remains to be answered? So what I think our study underlines that parents are the key somehow to guide children's media usage in a smart and healthy way. We need to educate parents in the way that they keep in check with their own media usage and be aware of their role as role models for their children, but also teach them smart ways to use digital media with their children. All in all, there should still be enough focus on the good and old face-to-face interactions between parent and child. That was Clarissa Schwarzer from the Leipzig Research Centre for Civilization Diseases at Leipzig University. And that's it for this episode. Please join us again in a month for your next edition of Pediapod. I'm Jeff Marsh. Thank you for listening. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.